0: Hey folks, hope your Q3 and Q4 is off to a good start. We just wrapped up Founder 500 in Austin, Texas. Hundreds of bootstrap founders showed up. It was an amazing time. I loved meeting so many of you. This interview today is a recording from that session, which you're gonna love because now we have visuals, we have the founder teaching, and I made every single speaker include their revenue graphs and real artifacts in their presentations. Without further ado, let's jump in. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Coming all the way from the Netherlands, please help me in welcoming Stefan Smolders from Expanding to the Stage.
1: Hello everyone. My name is Stefan and indeed I'm coming all the way from the Netherlands. And actually, this is the very first time ever I've been in the United States. So give me a second. Give me a second to enjoy a room full of badass founders. I see everybody is a bit too relaxed are we ready to receive a couple of real value bombs yes Yes. Yes. some practical practical value bombs do we have some power users here some LinkedIn power users who's using LinkedIn really heavily it will be a really interesting next 20 minutes let me see how it works with the slides but uh, as a small introduction, as a former agency owner, managing a done-for-you service on LinkedIn, I, uh, I was able to managing hundreds of customers, mainly c level decision makers in the Netherlands. And actually out of frustration and a lack of everything, all these tools had, I decided to design Expandi real we'll safest software for LinkedIn automation. And in the upcoming 20 minutes, I'm gonna show you a couple of things. I try to divide these things as properly as possible because in the, uh, yeah, actually in the past 20 months, so many things happened. I will start with telling a bit more about the pre launch Actually, everything happened before we launched and put in our Stripe mid-November 2019 at zero dollars. We did a lot of things in distribution so I tried to wrap up a couple of practical uh, strategies we used which drove us very easy to run million in revenue within six months. We used and took advantage of communities to grow our business. We created winning playbooks and actually also did a lot of things in terms of engaging with micro-influencers. So that are the things I will share. If you have any questions afterwards feel free to hook me up or send me an email, or just send a connection request on uh, on Twitter, for example. Our run rate, we hit in our Stripe account mid-November 2019 at zero dollars. Within one year, we closed at somewhere around 3.1 million. Last year, we hit six million in annual run rate and recently we reached 7 million. Our next milestone will be hitting the magical 10 million revenue run rate as a bootstrapped company. The pre-launch. To put some things in perspective, I think for the ones who are already a bit familiar by using LinkedIn, it's good to know that everything is about safety. A lot of people want to use LinkedIn Automation to speed up things, to do more business. And on the other hand, nobody wants to get flagged or in danger using such kind of tools. What we did was actually taking advantage of all the lags and the problems the industry has to design our marketing strategies. And these three things became our marketing goal. From agency perspective, I faced a lot of challenges over there. There was a huge, a huge buzz around safety, especially three, four years ago. Some tools were cracked down and everybody was a bit in panic. The panic was much more than actually the profiles, which were bad, Um, which means that, Everybody wanted to use these kind of a tools, but nobody wanted to get flagged. On the other hand, it was a very hard as a user to get in touch with all these 3rd party apps. There are mainly hundreds of tools which can automate a repeat task on LinkedIn. And it's very hard to get in touch with all these companies. They're using emails, uh, avatars. So we thought if we want to and break into this market, we have to do things differently we have to came up as a new kids on the blog with a total different approach. And instead of hiding ourselves for LinkedIn, we decided to just put ourselves in the front, show our faces, be available, get in touch with each and every customer we could reach. And secondly, nobody was actually providing playbooks to learn people how to achieve great results on LinkedIn. All the tools out there on the market at that time point, they were just pronouncing 10x here, 10x there. We have this feature, we have that feature, and nobody was actually walking the talk and learning people how to get indeed these 10x results. So actually these three problems, industry problems, we used and that became at the end our marketing goal. So we took a personal approach, we kicked in as new kids on the block, We designed the best playbooks out there to help people moving forward getting results on LinkedIn. And we pronounced ourselves with a very intelligent technical architecture and a cloud-based infrastructure as well a safer tool for LinkedIn automation. And that was the best thing we could do at that time point. To attract our first beta users, I knew from own experience that a lot of small business owners who are using tools like Albert Cross Lead Forensics, they all really like to see who was visiting people on the website, but they were all challenging with what's effectively the best way to follow up. So I thought, okay, if we want to pre-launch this, maybe it could be an idea that if we reach out to all these people, to help them finding better ways to approach all these identifications. So I used a tool like, uh, like built With, maybe some of you already know it as well. We put in the scripts from uh, all the people who are using AlbaCross. And we scraped a list of websites in the Netherlands. From uh, um, actually websites which are using AlbaCross. So we used these ones because we knew exactly that all these people were struggling with how you can effectively follow up the exact playbook we used to approach these people so we used first of all built afterwards we converted these uh, uh, we found the marketers from these websites due to LinkedIn and we uploaded the CSV file in Expandy. and with a couple of custom placeholders we were able to personalize as much as possible and test our tool it went really well we found more than 150 beta users which were able to use Expandi before we launched it officially. The main problem of this and the challenge we faced was that it cost me 20 minutes to convince these people that LinkedIn was the platform for them to engage with their audiences. Secondly, it was very hard uh, to convince them afterwards that LinkedIn automation as a next step should be a perfectly fine thing and after one week they came back to me that it was a bit of a more challenge, got no results because they did not know what to send. So we decided that if we want to scale Expandi, we needed to do it a different way. We needed to find other audiences. And at some point I thought, OK, let's see if we can find more Stefans, previous agency owners, which were already in love with LinkedIn, which could not miss automation anymore. And that was what we did. The learnings we took from these beta users was, it what, sorry, was that it was not the right audiences for us. Um, it means that we had a second problem. And that second problem, I think we all recognize it, is that we were running out of money, out of our own money. And I kept things, or I hide things secretly from my, uh, from my wife, so she was not, not aware, but together with my technical co-founder, we needed to find on a creative way ways to gain some extra money because he promised me within three months we have optimized everything. And at the end, it took a little bit longer. Maybe it's a developer thing. And with two left hands and no coding skills myself, I, uh, I believed him, but we, uh, we were challenging a bit on every change approaches here, how to launch, what to do. And uh, from there on, we thought maybe it's a good idea to approach all these 160 beta users we had to uh, to do them an offer, an annual offer. And with our agency experiences, we could help them with designing kind of a sequences so that they could get results. And uh, 60 of them, they took advantage of uh, of that offer. So we gained more than 50K. And we were so damn happy that we started renting our first, uh, first office. It was a very small office, we still have that office. And unfortunately, we do not use it that much as we all work in remote. Um, but it also helped us to prepare a global launch. And mid-Tovember 2019, we, uh, we launched Expondi on the global market. We were uh, mainly focused on gathering T-shaped marketers. Uh, growth hackers, agency owners, recruitment agencies, actually people who are managing multiple profiles on LinkedIn and people who already were using LinkedIn Automation for a while. What we did to prepare our launch. I knew exactly from a couple of competitors what the lack of their tools were. So one of the things we did to start was actually scraping and finding their social channels so for example we had a an, uh, an competitor and they had a facebook group so we used a tool like phantom buster and afterwards taxow to scrape that facebook group gather these emails and we converted them to linkedin profiles we uploaded that csv file into expandi And then we start engaging with all these people. Hey, we are in the same group, Uh, super, super cool. Uh, I faced some challenges using this tool due to safety. Uh, Therefore, I decided to to design an own tool. Do you want to help me and give me feedback before I launch it? Um, And actually, all these people were quite happy. And this strategy helped us to book more than 40 appointments each and every week with all the three of us which were doing outreach in the early days. Uh, so this is a bit of the summary of what we did. We scraped these Facebook groups. I think at that time point we used Phantombuster to uh, to gather these emails and convert them into LinkedIn profiles. Um, and then we uploaded that CSV file into Expandi. These are results of that specific campaign. And uh, with a more than 72% acceptance rate and a huge engagement on the follow-ups. We see here some examples of people which were using our competitors tool but really happy to engage with us and uh, they were all happy to book a call from there on we made a comparing page and when we dived in these calls we actually asked instead of selling we are just asking a feedback and what their challenges were with using that particular tool Uh, from there on they actually summed up the same list as we put on the comparing page and then it was actually quite easy to just ask if we can solve these challenges for you to uh, to be able to move over to uh, to our expanded tool and a lot of them did they became kind of our early adopters our first users the tool was buggy as hell but we kept pronouncing in the early days that we were real safest tool for linkedin automation and people recognized this due to that people really believed at that time point that we were different, we were real people. We showed our identity and we took a personal approach. And from there on, we decided to create playbooks. because it was a lack kind of a thing in this specific niche that nobody was actually learning people to achieve these great results on LinkedIn. So the first thing we did was that we wrote a playbook how we got all these appointments with examples, with results, with the sequences we used at that time point. And we started distributing all of these pieces of content with very targeted audiences. I will tell a bit more about that in a second. And we also started to do a couple of storytelling posts where people could leave a comment and then we would follow up them and provide them with a specific playbook and guide. And that content retargeting hack, it's still one of the best strategies we all can use at the moment on LinkedIn. Later on I will show you why Nathan himself is using it as well and how he's using it. I will grant you that if you use this strategy, that it make much more sense than running a simple basic or in sales navigator search with just two boring filters. What it's able to do is that we've built in a very intelligent way in Expandi to scrape anyone's post on LinkedIn. And we were actually using it ourselves. Within an iBlink, we can import all the people who are engaging with that specific piece of content. No matter if it's your own post from a competitor, from a colleague, we can scrape anyone's post. And that's what we were using ourselves. So if you search by keyword, in the basic search bar of LinkedIn, and you enter a keyword, you will get tons of results. If you select the tab post, it will pop up the most interesting posts related to that keyword. And uh, uh, yeah, you'll be able, as you see on the next slide, just by copying the post, importing it in Expandi, to scrape in an eye-blink all the people who are liking and commented on a specific post. You can export it as a CSV, you can use it for retargeting, you can approach and outreach these people by email, uh, but you can also do it through Expandi on LinkedIn. Um, instead of using kind of a spray and pray approaches, it's, uh, it's a much more easier for people to engage with you if you have something in common, right? Hey, uh, yeah also saw you're a fan of Stefan's post about topic XYZ. Instead of a first name, I came across your profile. I also see you're working at company Let's Connect. Um, using these strategies and creating playbooks out of it by using Expandi, it helped us within six months to get towards the magical 83K MRR after our launch. And from that point on, these were actually the only things we did so far. We used Expandi for outreach. And it was the best proof that our tool was great to use and to achieve amazing results. And we just created playbooks. Playbooks of LinkedIn growth hacks and tactics. In, in depth and we break down everything we did to achieve these results. People loved it because at that time point nobody was doing such kind of a similar things. We invested a lot in manual content di- distribution, and up towards uh, the one mil- million in annual run rate, we did not even optimize any article in terms of a sale. Um, we reached a lot of micro-influencers, and these micro-influencers, they became our best friends and they gained a lot a lot of revenue for us. I will tell a bit more about that in a second. Also groups and communities creating our own close Facebook group helped us to get the best feedback from customers but also to kind of build build kind of an army. That was a huge I told it before a huge bus around safety. Which tool is the best and There are a couple of Facebook groups where people, and especially the founders, were always pronouncing themselves. We never did that. We always took a humble approach. And due to the fact that we were always reachable, that we came in and kicked in in this niche as kind of a new kids on the block people were very, very likely to help us, to promote us. And Expandi is the best tool. They have the best support. They are the most reliable. They are always reachable. And of course, they provided the best playbooks. So we never ever did on our end kind of a promotion and it was always kind of an Expandi army of people who really loved us since day one. And also because the fact that we were helping them to reach specific goals. Uh, make changes to optimize the product, listening to their stories, how we could help them getting more and better results. And after that, we, we, yeah, we gained a bit more money, so we were able to, uh, to do more things in distribution. We teamed up with a very interesting uh, agency, an agency which was specialized in SEO optimizing, and they uh, rewrote all our articles based on SEO and at a certain point we, uh, we reached about 50-60k unique website visitors per month and I think that was uh, after a year something like that. So we gained a lot of inbound leads I think 90% of all our revenue came from inbound hundreds and hundreds of leads we received and it sounds like a joke but until two months ago we do not even had a proper onboarding. We do not even use kind of onboarding flow or um, a lot of things to optimize at least, but it's maybe a very natural thing that if yeah things are going very well, that uh, that you also lose some attention and traction to, uh, to do things better because at that moment you do not feel the pain. Um, micro-influencers, maybe, Quite interesting because actually it's 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 a free promotions which we used. We always liked the bootstrap way, the grow with the growth hack mentality. We tried to do things differently, and one of the things we did since since actually day one of our launch, which still helped us very well, was that we searched on Google and in the beginning we did that manually for all people authors who are actually writing something about LinkedIn automation. We put them in a CSV file with some custom placeholders and we approached these people. Um, with some custom placeholders, we could personalize everything. The title of the article, the website where we found it. And we just want to became friends with them. We did not want to sell anything. And we always took a very humble approach with kind of a soft Selling. So we never pushed people to sign up for Expandy. We never pushed them to promote us. And due to the fact that we became friends, we were able to, uh, to use them in a later stage. And I will tell in a second a couple interesting names, we, uh, we became really good friends with some industry leaders, some influencers. And, uh, and the third part, I told already a bit about that, were the Facebook groups. These Facebook groups we made kind of exclusive and I will tell in a second a bit more about the strategies we used to grow that Facebook group, to keep it engaged. Because growing is kind of easy for everyone if you know what to do. But keeping it engaged with more than 60% is uh, sometimes much or a bit more challenging. Houston Golden from BAMF, maybe we all know his partner in crime. George Fetcher, it was uh, yeah one of Rolls' best growth hackers and marketers at that time point, and reapproached uh, with the strategy I just shared. Houston, he was one of them, and uh, as you see here, he was immediately interested in uh, catching up with me. He was using GrowthLead and some other underground uh, tools, and they were lacking because we were using themselves as well and we uh, we helped them uh, until now to uh, to uh, to manage his agency much more better with expanding it resulted these kind of a building building these kind of a relationships it resulted in uh, in that he helped us with a video testimonial on our homepage uh, we gained much more larger names due to to the fact that we had Houston on board Rowan Tauby, India's most followed growth hacker, Nick Cosman from Sales Process. Uh, That are just a couple of examples of names which became our friends. And we never ever pushed them to do something. We just helped them. We provide value to their communities. To help them moving forward, provide them with strategies and ideas so that they could achieve a much more better results on LinkedIn than they did before. Um, I just mentioned it as well, we had uh, kind of a uh, 60k uh, unique uh, website visitors per month after a year. And let's see, we you are now on this sheet. I cover this. The Facebook group, we have a close Facebook community which we call the LinkedIn Outreach Family due to the personal approach we take to grow Expandy. And this became one of the main drivers since, uh, since the early days. Which we use to gather feedback from customers, to ask questions about what we should build, how we could improve it, and we really engage there a lot. We make it kind of exclusive. I was in a bit some examples, which, uh, which quite interesting to uh, to uh, 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 to grow your group or uh, things you can take to uh, to approach people to get, uh, gain as followers towards your group. And one of the best strategies we used in the beginning of Expandi after launching that playbook where we booked 40 appointments and taking advantage of the community from one of our competitors was doing LinkedIn posts. And as you see here on this first page we easily achieved more than 125k impressions and thousands of people who were commenting on all our posts. With kind of a storytelling, we asked people what they could achieve if they left a comment. And a lot of people did that. We sent over the playbooks due to the expand the automations. And to boost these posts for the ones who are struggling with, uh, with reaching much more engagement on LinkedIn. Because let's be honest, if we uh, not have that much followers on LinkedIn, it's quite of a hard to, uh, to, uh, to achieve a lot of engagement. And uh, beside my wife, two colleagues and maybe four friends, usually nobody will like any any of my posts, not in the early days. Um, we became friends with, uh, with, uh, with Ilya. He is uh, actually was the growth marketer of Lampold. And Lampod helped us a lot since day one to boost our content. It's an engagement pod. And in the early days, especially in the beginning, you really felt yourself like kind of a rock star because every post gained more than 100k views each and every time. And hundreds, not even thousands, of people who were engaging with all these posts. We could scrape them in, in a split second, import all these people, and do a lot of really nice things with them to using Expandi. We wrote articles about that, how we did it, and we started distributing even more heavily all these things. And that strategy is still performing really, really well. Um, In the next sheet, we have an example here of the great news. And I think we all saw that uh, founder Pat raised a 145 uh, million recently. And also Nathan did did a post about it. And he achieved more than uh, 661K impressions. And he used Expandy to follow up all these people. Uh, maybe some of you were in there as well, so it could be that he uh, he, uh, he approached all of you also for retargeting or to show some banners or uh, to send over some emails. Because if we scrape them, we can also scrape all these email addresses. So this strategy is working still perfectly fine. And on average, if you decide to use it and want to follow up people on LinkedIn with this strategy it still achieves kind of a 70-75% acceptance rate. I talked about a manual distribution in the early days and uh, we used a lot of Facebook groups to do that. With people which were actually our targets, like agencies, like growth hackers, like marketers and uh, one of the things we did similar like we did on LinkedIn was that we see here that I was a visual storyteller due to a lot of posts I did in specific Facebook groups. And then we asked always people to leave a comment. And if they leave a comment, we followed up them all manually. So it was a very, very time consuming. And I know there were some automations at that time point, but maybe I was a bit too scared for for Mark himself to embed uh, to my profile over there. So I never used a Facebook automation. Maybe strange from a founder of a third party app on, uh, on LinkedIn. But it cost us a lot of time. But as you see here, we on average achieved more than 550 comments on each and every post we did in each specific group on LinkedIn. It was a very targeted audiences. We used as well uh, the LinkedIn posts, which I just covered. Uh, but also platforms to distribute our content, like growth hackers, indie hackers. And we used different VPNs uh, to access it through different IPs and upvote all these articles to get a much more reach. And here you see an overview of, uh, of how we did it and where actually our audiences came from. And as you see, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's from LinkedIn due to these posts, it's from the growth hackers, but also a lot from, uh, from Facebook. <laughs> So all these audiences were very targeted, and our articles at that time point were not even SEO optimized. The most interesting thing here is what you see is that this is the result of calls we did due to the fact that we approached a lot of different micro-influencers. On the left side, you see a screenshot from a call with Ilya Azovchia. At that time point, he was the growth marketer at, uh, at Lempot, And due to all his knowledge about that tool, we really took advantage of that. And each and every post on LinkedIn, we boosted that up to 100K views due to this guy. He became our friend. He worked for Lemlist as well, because Lampod at that time point was, uh, was part of Lamblist. and. We teamed up in terms of content, how you could scrape these pieces of content with Expandi and boost it with Lempod. So it attracts a lot of extra engagement for uh, for Expandi. In the middle you see us in a call with with Houston Golden. He was using GrowthLead at that time point, he became our friend and this friendship ended up in, in, uh, in a video testimonial on our homepage. On the right side, you see uh, Max Makarenko from Doxify. He's from Ukraine, and he became also a good friend. He became our best performing affiliate in Eastern Europe. Maybe a funny story to tell is that uh, my wife originally comes from Ukraine as well. And as a company, we have a very round bond with uh, all Ukrainian people. I think half of our colleagues are coming from Ukraine, and due to the war, and the good friendship I had with Max, he gained more than one million in affiliate revenue for Expandi. I offered him when the war started to uh, to host his family at my home together with my wife. And the funny thing which came out of this was that uh, he managed after a couple of weeks to, uh, on a magical way, to leave the country as well. And Max became to everything he lost. Our CMO since April. So, building out relationships and try to become friends with a lot of people and just providing value without asking a lot of things in return helped expand the really a lot on this. I think are really really nice examples with a magical story behind, especially in uh, in the approach with uh, with Max. We spent a lot of time to grow our Facebook group. It was not a public group, so we made it closed and a bit more exclusive because we did not want competitors in there. We did not want people which only used our group to spam. We really want to use it to gather our feedback. And this was a funny approach of a sequence we used on LinkedIn to, uh, to, to bring people in. And of course, people could apply and we could manually ask them uh, uh, or decide to approve and uh, that worked really, really well. So uh, if you plan to grow your Facebook group and you want to uh, attract people or go after people on LinkedIn, uh, I bet this one really will still work uh, uh, with, nice, uh, with a nice results. We also use the pop-ups on our website. Um, Our blog became kind of the CNN for LinkedIn lead generation. So everybody was using or on the lookout for performing better on LinkedIn in terms of outreach, they came to our blog. So in every article we put banners for people to be part of our exclusive uh, LinkedIn outreach family, where we provided tons and tons of value, all free. And uh, uh, pop-ups on the website, you see the banner as well. uh, uh, left uh, uh, above and all these things together they helped to gain qualified people for our group we grow it super super fast for a close community and uh, the challenging part of that was to keep it active so we constantly posted and it resulted in time I think a 60 65 percent activity um, we're still spending a lot of time in that but as we grow we also discover new ways to distribute content, to build out communities. But it performed for us in the last two years really, really well. I hoped I showed uh, a couple of valuable but definitely practical uh, examples which helped expand a lot to grow in the past two years towards the seven million run rate. Again, if you have any questions about the things I shared, Feel free to, uh, to catch me up at, uh, at Twitter, for example. My account is uh, Stefan. Send me a DM. You can also send me an email at Expandi.io. And if you really like this presentation, just, uh, just show some love.